On this week's mini-sode of Body Counts and Beer, we're discussing our favorite Star Wars characters. Hello and welcome to yet another very, very special mini-sode of Body Counts and Beer. I am Mark Rosendahl. I am Patrick Bromley. I am using a bounty hunter called John Rooney to create a clone army. And this week, we are uh, continuing along our themes of discussing the Star Wars saga from beginning to end. Next week, we'll be talking about Star Wars Episode Two: Attack of the Clones. And this week, we're just going to take a minute and say, you know what? Who's your favorite Star Wars character? Not you, audience member. We're going to ask that amongst ourselves. That's Do right. Do not man. answer this question. We will not hear it. You can totally tweet it, Mark, though. Yes. I mean, John and I will have no idea, but you can tweet it, Mark. Yes, tweet us at BodyCountCast on the Twitter. Let us know who your favorite Star Wars character, or email us at BodyCountsAndBeer at gmail.com. Write on our Facebook wall. Do whatever you want. Uh, it'll be great. So, yeah, star, favorite Star Wars characters. You know Star Wars characters. They're the characters that are in the Star Wars movies. <laughs> and There'd be no Star Wars without the characters, that's, that's for sure. That's 100% true. Take that, George Lucas. Uh, John, who's your favorite Star Wars character? Uh, I'm definitely going to go. My heart belongs to one Mr. Obi-Wan, Ben Kenobi. Uh, wow. <laughs> Patrick's, <laughs> Patrick's snide derision of your choice just kind of almost maybe spit my beer out. That was great. Uh, I will say, because uh, not only does Ewan McGregor uh, play the role quite admirably in the uh, prequel trilogy, coming as close to Alec Guinness as the series continues, but also Alec Guinness brings that kind of old school charm to the role even though he clearly only accepted the role to pay off his gambling debts, I guess. <laughs> right, yeah. like, like... Uh, he made no secret of hating mm, Star yeah. Wars all the time. He sure did. But, but he's so a weird. professional! Exactly, none of that hatred shows up on screen. Yeah. Like, Harrison Ford, you can tell the scenes he is disinterested to be in. Yeah. You, but, you mean uh, all of Return of the Jedi? <laughs> yeah. Or but Liam Neeson, like, who's clearly just cashing a check. But, like, uh, both Ewan McGregor and uh, Alec Guinness, whatever their personal feelings may be towards the material, definitely pull it off admirably. I think it's a great uh, mixture of kind of both performances are a great mixture of uh, kind of witty Errol Flynn-inspired 1930s Hollywood charm with uh, just... World weariness is not necessarily the right word, but it feels like both performances, uh, there is this element that Obi-Wan has of just like, eh, you know what? Everything's going to be fine. Everyone just like chill out for a second. It's going to be okay. Right. Well, he's, I mean, he is, and the dictionary definition of the keep calm, carry on. He's the unflappable Brit. Yeah. Like, yeah. no matter what, you could explode a planet and kill millions of people, and at most he'll be like, mm, my head hurts a little bit. Ah, you know, it'll probably be okay. Yeah. <laughs> we'll take care of it. Yeah. Uh, one, one of the things I like about Obi-Wan uh, in these movies is, like, his arc goes from, you know, young, idealistic Jedi uh, to, like, being saddled with this fucking kid that he's got to train. And yeah. then, like, they become, in essence, brothers. And then he watches his brother fall to the dark. He's forced to kill him. And then he becomes this weird robot man. And he's got to hold on to the guy's man. kid. Like, he, it's, well, a, and it's he a very he satisfactory watches, arc. Yeah, like, he watches everything that he fought for in the first two movies crumble to pieces, in large part, to actions that he's directly connected to. So he has this sense of guilt. So what we're really saying is that Obi-Wan Kenobi, if anyone, owns the entire discography of Tracy Chapman. <laughs> <laughs> 
He loves those fast cars. Oh, man. <laughs> and sad, sad life events. Uh, and Obi-Wan is, is also definitely the character I most want to see a Star Wars solo movie about. Oh, yeah. Uh, I Like, there's that argument of, like, oh, but he just sits around in the desert being sad and crazy. Uh, but if you uh, read the Star Wars comics that Marvel is putting out, and I highly recommend that you do. They're excellent. Uh, there's a lot of... Like, he basically gets involved in this big gang war that Jabba's thugs are engaged in, and he does a lot of really cool, like, background things of... Tr- he, he is almost like uh, that character from Unforgiven, that, the main character who, like, can't touch oh, a Jeff gun. Oh, Jeff Unforgiven? Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh, please, Mr. Unforgiven lives in Florida. <laughs> Call me Jeff. Joke never gets old. Nope. Jeff with a G. Uh, but yeah, it's it's one of those things where, like, he... Uh, there are several times where he wishes that he could just wield his lightsaber and put right the galaxy, but he knows that if he does that, all hope is truly lost. Uh, and it's a very interesting character dynamic of just this broken Jedi trying to put his value back together. Plus, he does a sweet crate dragon yell. Yeah. Yeah, that's the one. There are like four goddamn crate dragon yells. That is one of the things that has been tampered with the most in all of the editions. <laughs> My favorite one is just whoop. <laughs> but the, the, I actually, the, I think the current one is more of like whoop. <laughs> it is like completely nonsensical. Oh, I always thought as a kid that Obi Wan had like an air horn. Yeah, his crate dragon yell just sounds like a whale with GERD. <laughs> sounds like a whale with bad indigestion. Patrick, who's your favorite Star Wars character? I'm going Chewy. Chewy! Yeah. One full body hair. Oh, awesome. yeah. Awesome. That is a lot of Dapper Dan. Doesn't have to wear clothes, but wears a bandolier. Two bandolier. <laughs> Three, every single line he vocalizes expresses my a- exasperation with this universe. <laughs> <laughs> like, every time I'm thinking to myself, fuck this movie, there's some chewing to let me I know say, that he thinks fuck this movie, too. Uh, if you ever want to, definitely look up some uh, scenes of both Darth Vader and uh, Peter Mayhew, uh, Dan Prowse and Peter Mayhew, respectively, uh, doing the lines in their costumes before that stuff gets dubbed over. And oh, it yeah. is that man is completely mad. Boy, you said it, Chewie. <laughs> Commander, tear this ship apart and bring me the passengers. I want them alive. Oh, it is. Oh, my it's God. So it's so, so really good. good. Uh, good old Chewie. What, uh, if you really want all the all the goods on Chewie, you have to watch the Star Wars Holiday Special. Yeah, that does a deep dive into the uh, familiar relationships of one Chewie A. Chewbacca. <laughs> so Chewie A. Chewbacca's got a whole family back on Kashyyyk. That's like a wife and yeah. kids and dad. And, yeah. A dad who's addicted to internet porn. <laughs> <laughs> It's oh man, we may have to dedicate a whole mini so just oh, to Jesus Arthur B doing a musical number about the cantina. Ooh. It's so good. Uh, I'm sorry, Arthur B. Yep, uh, cousin of one B Arthur. <laughs> they had to change their name lest the casting calls get them confused. Oh my that's god! How went. Yeah, that's how it works. Plus, I don't know if you knew this, Chewie is an honorary member of Jefferson Starship, man. Based solely on that show. Also, how come we never see anything from the planet of Mods? <laughs> 
fucking is Jonathan Winters in that? I think Jonathan Winters might be in that. Yeah, uh, probably. I know Art Carney is. Yeah. Oh, that's right. He plays that like weird salesman. Yeah. 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 So there's a lot of unfortunate. We we can't get too deep into that yeah, no, no, because no. we'll probably need to talk about it for something else. Yeah. The mall um, planet. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Jesus. oh, Mark, your favorite Star Wars character. Uh, I'm just gonna go fucking Darth Vader, man. He's awesome. Darth Vader! He is the perfect embodiment of, uh, the villain of an evil, uh, character just like this giant, he's, you know, six, eight, seven feet tall, you know, the red lightsaber, yeah. the the breathing sounds, the, the mystery of what's Just inside. Everything about him is iconic. Right. It's like, is that a man? Is it a machine? What is it? Uh, I, he's just, he's just, uh, just such a great character. And I'm talking about just Darth Vader from, like, original trilogy. I'm not talking about that last, like, 30 minutes of Revenge of the Sith where he's like, you underestimate my power. <laughs> <laughs> or the the last couple minutes of Return of the Jedi where they take off his helmet and I am the Eggman cuckoo. <laughs> he was a conehead with a comb over. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, just Darth Vader's just so cool and he just clearly has no more fucks to give about anything yeah. other than consolidating his own power. And it's like it's anytime very, uh... somebody gets in his way, he just chokes him yeah. or like cuts them in half or just get oh it's so good like there's there's a great like there is a you know a very good reason why Kylo Ren has sort of taken to this cult of personality that has come up uh, around Darth Vader in A Force Awakens because like even that burnt out charred helmet is still just very cool and powerful Right, yeah, and like most teenagers, he just latches on to whatever like <laughs> brutal metal like, <laughs> album that was. There is a there is a great T shirt that is just a picture of Kylo Ren that says, uh, "Be who you are, unless you can be Darth Vader, then be Darth Vader." <laughs> <laughs> but one of the things I love about Darth Vader, and I guess uh, what I love about uh, Star Wars is the way it takes like that that simple Joseph Campbell's hero's journey thing and uh, just does it so well. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, Darth Vader is the perfect villain for that. Obi-Wan Kenobi is the perfect mentor. Yeah. Um, you know, Luke Skywalker is the, the great hero who experiences a moment of doubt. Yeah, these, these movies deal very well in iconography. Right, and the power myth. And, like, Darth Vader is, like, the ultimate icon of, like, oh, absolutely. Star Wars. Like, when you think of Star Wars, most people think of Darth Vader. Yeah. yeah. Just this giant, like, caped, you know, big mask. And, and even little... in that, like, original, uh, like, poster where it's, you know, Luke holding up the lightsaber with Han and Leia on either side. Han and Leia and Luke's va- faces are very obscured, but in the background is that giant, giant Darth, Darth Vader, Vader helmet. Right. He is constantly looming over the events. Uh, and anytime he shows up, it is very much, oh shit, Raiders here, yeah. fuck. Yeah, I mean, and That's he's... how I felt every single time anybody got him in Battlefront. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, oh, fucking Vader. <laughs> But he's like the only dude in the series who will talk shit to fucking Grand Moff Tarkin. He'll talk shit to like higher ups in the Empire. He'll walk into fucking Cloud City and be like, all right, we'll make a deal and I'll let you guys go. And then he's like, ah, fuck you. I changed my mind. I'm Darth Vader. I'll do what I want. And I do love uh, like in the first one where he's holding that rebel in uh, like choking him off of the ground. And the guy's just like, we're a diplomatic ship. If this is a counselor ship, where is the ambassador? And then just crushes his throat and tosses him aside. Yeah. It's just such a badass, like, mm, I ob- you're obviously not fooling me, you idiot. Yeah. Right. Ah, uh, so good. I love Darth Vader. 
Um, any uh, honorable mention characters that we just should well, mention? I, mean, I, I definitely have. Uh, I was always more of a Luke guy growing up than a Han guy. I feel like that's a big, not like a big divide, but like you well, tend no, to gravitate it is. towards it one is, or the it other. It is. We're not friends anymore. Oh, no. I'm a Han guy, hands down. <laughs> Fuck you. Uh, but no, I like I like the journey that Luke takes. I like that he, of all of the characters, seems to mature the most through the course of the movie. Obviously, sure. he benefits by being kind of the main narrative thrust of all three movies. Ooh, right. I mean, he is, of, of all the characters, kind of the only character that really changes... A lot. Han Solo just stops killing people for funsies. That's yes. kind of his character arc. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he kills for war instead of Bun- giggles. Yeah. Well, and he becomes just a little less concerned about getting paid. Right. Like yeah. a little. A touch. Well, I mean, he technically gets a salary when he's a general. Right, player. exactly. Yeah. In, the, in the fucking, you know... Uh, like Han's like that like kid who got arrested for drunk driving and then sent to Vietnam. Yeah. And then just did well. <laughs> But then in fucking Force Awakens, in that 30 years, there was like an Etch-A-Sketch erased all of his character development, and he's literally back to being a shitty smuggler. <laughs> well, you know, he had, there was some issues with the sun, and it probably didn't, he didn't take it well. He was going through it. a late-life crisis where he rebought the Lamborghini he bought in his <laughs> midlife crisis. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, any other... I, I, for me, the honorable mention would be... Um, and it's kind of a collection of characters, is in Empire Strikes Back, the lineup of of bounty hunters. Sure, like Bosk and Yeah, Bosk and Dengar and IG-88. Like, there's this, it's just, it's this one scene, and you, aside from Boba Fett, you don't see any of these characters, like, ever again. But it's just like this, for the you most part. You technically see uh, the head of IG-88 is, like, the bar in Mos Espa in the first one. Right. Line. But like, I like to think that he's doing deep recon. Trans, <laughs> <laughs> a transformer, and he only tra- is he's either walking robot or table. <laughs> but I just love that scene because like it's just a great excuse for some awesome like creature and costume design. Sure, yeah. But like each one of those characters is so well put together, and you're like, God, they fucking have stories, man, and it's just so yeah. cool looking. Like, there's Dengar with his fucking burnt up face, Bosk the big lizard man. I don't know, it's just a really cool scene. I just yeah, love those things. Absolutely. Uh, Yeah, that's it. So, next week, Star Wars Episode 2, Attack of the Clones, we'll be talking about it, you'll be listening about it, that doesn't make any sense. I'm Mark <laughs> Rosendahl. Patrick Bromley, I am. Kwai John Rooney. Fuck you. <laughs> Podcast over. Body Counts and Beer is Patrick Bromley, Mark Rosenthal, and John Rooney. Please subscribe to us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher Radio, Google Play, anywhere fine podcasts are purveyed. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter at Body Count Cast, or email us at bodycountsandbeer at gmail.com.